a few quid. Park says it was 400, Daniel pointed out. That's a lot of money. So it is, Blackwell agreed. And I'm going to lend that much to a chancer like Hinton. I'm not a complete fool. Daniel smiled bleakly. You're generous occasionally, Roman, and not that generous, Blackwell said incredulously, and known to drink a little too freely and then forget what you've done, Daniel finished. I never forget money, Blackwell said fiercely. Not that much. Not even when you are, he hesitated, then went on, thoroughly drunk. I couldn't even if I wished to, Blackwell shook his head. I haven't got that much. At least I hadn't then. Can you prove that? Daniel knew he couldn't. There was no way he could do so. I didn't kill him, Blackwell repeated desperately. His face puckered at the unreasonableness of it. Why would I lend that kind of money to a useless article like Hinton? It makes no sense. They'll say you were drunk at the time, Daniel replied reasonably. Look, Roman, there's no point in arguing something we can't prove. He leaned forward a little over the table between them. The only way to change the jury's mind is to make them seriously consider somebody else. If Hinton were not as useless as the prosecution say, he'll have had other enemies. Think carefully. Who were they and why? Think of people he cheated, lied to or lied about. People he got into trouble. People he could have been a witness against. Blackwell thought hard. He was a big man, not tall but broad and strong, with a shock of jet black hair. Only lately he seemed to have shrunk into himself as if he would retreat without actually moving from the hard wooden chair. Daniel searched for something to encourage Blackwell with, not only for kindness sake, but because Blackwell was the only source of any information that could implicate anyone else or at least provide Daniel with another cause to follow. Blackwell looked up hopelessly. Oscar Park was the main witness against Blackwell and Daniel had not made a dent in his testimony yet. He felt he was clutching at straws. Well then what can we find out about Park to make the jury doubt him? Hinton owed you money. He's no use to you dead. He's no use alive either, Blackwell said with a wry smile. Do you think that counts? Daniel was too desperate to return the smile. If Park is lying on the witness stand, why? It's a big risk he's taking. There must be a reason and we've got to find it. I don't know, Blackwell said wearily. I never did him any harm. Daniel leaned forward a little. Doesn't have to be as direct as that. Come on, you've got enough imagination to see the oblique. What do we know as fact? We didn't lend Hinton £400, whether he paid it back or not. How would Park know, anyway? That's the price of a small house. Did he owe it to Park? Maybe. Park was tight, Blackwell responded. I once lent him £50 and he never paid me back. That could be something. I wonder if he owed anyone else. Who else can I call? I've got to have something to build on. He heard the sharpness in his own voice. He must control it. Blackwell said nothing. Daniel racked his mind for anything that made sense. Then revenge? Does Park hate you? Have you done something to him? No, but I'd like to, Blackwell replied with feeling. The bastard. After the money, I've lent him. His expression was screwed up with the injustice of it. But Daniel was concentrating on the evidence. He reached across the table and gripped Blackwell's wrist. He owes you money and he's repaying you like this? It's more than ingratitude, Roman. It wasn't only the money, Blackwell said quickly, shaking his head a little. But it was something, you said. It wasn't only the money, Daniel insisted. You can't mention it in court, Blackwell said with a flash of self-mockery. It was just a little against the law. Fine line, but the wrong side of it, definitely. If it comes out, they'll can me for that too, while they've got the chance. Daniel wondered for a moment if he should press the issue further. Don't, Blackwell said, reading his mind. You don't want to know. Just a little document with a questionable signature. Does Park know of this? Daniel said quickly. When Blackwell looked chagrined, Daniel realised it was Park for whom he had forged a document. 
so that might give him a reason to damage you, Daniel said eagerly. At last he might be on to something. Blackwell's eyebrows rose high. I did him a favour. He incurred a debt. He either can't pay it or doesn't want to. How old are you? Twenty-five. And so cynical, Blackwell sighed. It comes from being a lawyer. What was the favour? Blackwell was silent for several moments. Daniel tightened his grip on Blackwell's wrist. Roman, we haven't got time to spare. They'll be coming for us any moment now. What did you do for Park that he can't afford to repay you? I told you I've got no proof, Blackwell repeated. He doesn't know that. Come on, Daniel said sharply. Details. Blackwell remained silent. You asked me if they would hang you, Daniel said between his teeth, hating the sound of his voice. Yes, they will. And once the verdict is in, it's Hell's own job to change it. All right. I wrote up some documents for him, once, and a letter to recommend him. It was inventive.